Good morning, everyone. I'm Kevron Scott McMillan, and I'd like to welcome you back to the Cool Billion Podcast. Today is March 19, 2021. This is my first episode of the year, and today is also my 26th birthday. So I wanted to give a recap of my life over the past year or two, basically. Uh, a lot has happened since. This time last year, I was sick, literally and figuratively. I had a trip booked to Costa Rica. I was ready to bring in my 25th in the hot spring by the volcanoes, but then of course, in March, COVID had finally made its way to the States and cases were going crazy. And Costa Rica banned foreign travelers from coming in on March 16th, I think. On top of that, I had gotten really sick for a few days. The doctor said it wasn't COVID though, but shit, birthday trip was canceled. And I, I had already canceled about a week in advance because I feared that that would happen. But if I hadn't, I probably would have been stuck in a room in Costa Rica somewhere for a little while, which might not have been that bad, honestly, because here in America, shit was hitting the fan all year. You know, and I won't run down the list of all the crazy things that happened because the wounds are still fresh. Don't want to revisit that trauma too soon. Uh, and we're also hoping that it's actually over and this year is going to be a 2020 part two. But um, I, I say when the pandemic happened, something clicked in me. The world was slowing down and I used it as an opportunity to really game plan the next steps in my life. Uh, <clears throat> people weren't working and moving around, but my job never shut down, so I stayed on the move and I kind of manipulated that to help drive myself. Uh, don't slow down, keep going. And I know there's nothing wrong with slowing down. Uh, you know, I can't wait until the day comes when I can, but you know, that day isn't today or any of the ones soon to come because the goals I have, um, and I wasn't really 10 toes down in those aspects in the years before. so. I guess where others have room to slow down, I have none. And for years I was stuck in place, in my head. Um, you know, and what I'm about to talk about today um, had me moving differently for years. And people that knew me closely knew about my situation and I'm sure some of them told people who I don't really fool with too, but I finally got into a place where I'm confident that I've overcome these things. And uh, I hope the insight I give can give someone the strength or the courage to keep going forward, you know, keep moving forward. I hope you know that you can do anything you want. Um, now there are a few events that took place in my life that led to what it became, but for the sake of this episode, I'm going to start in 2018 at Jackson State's spring commencement ceremony. Um, I was late. Uh, we had got really lit the night before and uh, had overslept. So I woke up that morning partially hungover and anxious. Had to rush and take a shower and throw on clothes and speed to the Coliseum. I had my capa stole ironed and shit. And I realized when I had made it to the stadium I had forgotten my stole at the house. It's another ill. 
You know, and I'm out there dressed with my robe over my clothes, no stole, half asleep, half drunk, looking wide-eyed for where my department was, you know, and they were all together uh, where they were supposed to be, of course. And I stuck, I snuck my way in there. Um, the dean signed me in, you know, okay, I'm good. Now all I had to do was find one of my line brothers and get them to pass me that stole before I walked on. Um, I hit up my dad, he tells me he's running late. You know, and I wanted to be disappointed, but at the same time, I'm thinking about how I almost didn't make it myself. And uh, I'm just trying to get across the stage at this point. Um, but I finessed everything. I walked, took pics with my family, friends, and Fred afterwards, went to eat, drink, the usual. Um, but I couldn't really enjoy any of this shit like I wanted to, or like it appeared that I was, because it wasn't real. The congratulations, the ceremony, it was all performative because I wasn't getting my degree. <clears throat> I wasn't truly graduating. I was in questionable standing in the final course of my curriculum and I hadn't even passed the prerequisite course that came before that one. I was gonna be allowed to knock that course out the next semester and then I'd be done with it, but my professor decided not to pass me in either of the courses. And the whack thing about that situation was that the two courses I needed were only offered once a semester. Um, one in the fall and the next in the spring, and you technically had to take them that way. So finishing those two courses meant um, a year's time in school. A whole year before I could search for better jobs or apply for law school all for two, three credit hour courses. The shit was infuriating to me. I hate that I was caged up like that. I could work anywhere and do anything, but without that piece of paper, it doesn't matter. So with two courses left to complete my degree, I dropped out. I dropped out of school. I said, fuck it. <clears throat> and it wasn't that the work was hard at all. I actually believe that my coursework at school had grown so unchallenging that I couldn't fake any passion for it. I remember being way more stressed out in high school AP courses. On top of dealing with bills, I was too immature to manage properly in a personal life full of fantastic bullshit. My desire to do what I was supposed to be doing in class just had disappeared. Um, I didn't care about it. I tried to finesse at the end, but when the cards fell how they did, I said, forget it, you know. I'm gifted, I'm talented, I don't see the world the same. Jay-Z and Drake dropped out. I don't need this shit. I'ma just create a life off of just pushing Kevron, you know what I'm saying? And I believe that, honestly. And I, I still do now, to an extent. Um, there are many things I know I can do and want to do, but there was a way I planned to go about doing them. And not having agreed was not the way. You know what I'm saying? Um, hell, going to law school was a major part of that way, and that wasn't possible without getting that degree first. So where do I even go? <clears throat> and I would try to fall off into my different hobbies and things, but Mentally, I couldn't fully get behind myself because I didn't feel whole. 
I wasn't the real version of who I wanted to be in these moments, and it made me shy away from a lot of things. It had me half-assing a lot of things. It was just a weird-ass feeling. Um, I'm sure someone can relate, but it's definitely hard to explain. Um, I just say, if you actually care about your standard of living in the future, but you're not really on your shit, you just don't feel real. Uh, and it's exhausting to fake that feeling. To present yourself as someone with the mindset of being content and happy, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was embarrassed of that situation, ashamed. I had peers that were going on to receive masters and PhDs, brand new houses and families, and I'm just stuck. For a while, I didn't make the move to, to finish school. I kept tricking myself out of it. I didn't want to cough up the money to pay for the classes. I, I was just stuck with very little drive to get free of that situation. You know, and depression is a topic I love to speak on because I know it exists. I know how it feels. I know that on the inside, it can feel like the weight of a thousand losses and heartbreaks and disappointments in your stomach constantly and indefinitely. Uh, it's crazy remembering life before you got to that point because it feels unreal that life could feel that way again. Um, I had fell from glory in my head, but I know for some it had to look that way too. Uh, all growing up, I was a golden child. I was reading books at four. My cousins taught me young and had me going to school cocky. The schools told me I was gifted. I got to leave school two days out of the week to do things they said were for the smarter students. Shit's so funny. Uh, I always had good grades, you know. It was just second nature to me, school was. Um, my grades were the worst in high school and I graduated with a 3-4 with college credit. Um, you know, I did injure my hamstring, so a college football career went out the window, but I still got into school just fine, and I did fine as a regular student, you know. I joined the Student Government Association and claimed the class king spot two years in a row. I started a brand. I pledged K-Side. You know, for so many years, I just felt on top of the world. You know, we, me and my friends, we threw parties. I had visions and goals, and I knocked them down, but somewhere along the way, life just hit me hard. Uh, and those stories are for another day because, you know, damn, they're, they're real stories, but reality set in for me, and I found out that life wasn't fair. Human nature is real, and one thing led to another, and I eventually noticed I wasn't the same person. Um, I didn't view people or life the same. I trusted people less and I showed myself less. I started to let my ego and pride control me and I grew secluded and selfish, you know. Uh, I remember reading the 48 Laws and there's a law about avoiding the unhappy and unlucky because being around the unhappy and unlucky can be contagious. Um, and back when I read this, I was like, hell yeah. I even had some people come to mind. I was like, yeah, let me stay, stay from around that nigga. He always talking about he needs some. Can you help me with this ticket? Send money for this bill or this childhood friend passed away. You know what I'm saying? Um, but when I became that person, 
I was aware, and instead of being emotional baggage every day, I just stopped talking. I stopped reaching out, I stopped coming around. You know, you don't need to know how unlucky I am. You know, I push people away, especially if they show signs of being good for me because I didn't believe it would last. You know, don't expect you to stay, so I push you away. I sabotaged myself and others. Um, I started to make a lot of unwise decisions. I never was sober, so I could trick my conscience into thinking me being as toxic as I was was justified, but I was just deteriorating. Um, I go to sleep high, drunk, wake up anxious, overthink all day, hoping the universe will let me make it without another L today. Uh, go home, want to be productive, but I'll just get high and go to bed instead. Wake up hungry, bank account a little low, car needs gas. What are you going to do, put five in your tank or five in your stomach? Um, family calling, but I let it ring. I don't want to talk. Friends want to go get drinks. I'm going to just stay in, you know, and it's not that I don't want to, but I did it. I couldn't, and I did it. I didn't want to do anything. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to pause. I just wanted to be still. For how long? I don't know. Maybe forever. I was just there. And I want to say I was miserable, but most times I think I was just there, feeling nothing. Um, I wanted a better life, but I wasn't working for it. Not genuinely. I couldn't go out and have fun or go home to show love. I just wasn't ready. I wasn't myself. I was a golden child that had, you know, I was a golden child that fell down. Um, my resume shows three jobs I've had since being here. It's a law firm, a middle school, and a distillery where I currently work. And, bruh, I've had, like, 11 to 12 jobs since I started working at Jackson. Um, <clears throat> I started and quit so much shit, you know, because I refused to be somewhere I didn't want to be, I guess. And, you know, there's nothing entirely wrong with that. You know, it's just difficult finding a job that gives a damn about you. So I'm definitely not staying somewhere I'm miserable when you already don't give a damn about me, but it's hard to build relationships and money like that. Um, and I had these, some decent jobs, okay, but one thing that always got in my way was my mode of transportation. I drove a 1999 Lexus, uh, you know, and it had a, it was a GS4, it had the V8 engine. You know, if you know about those, and it's definitely a classic car, people still pay money for them if they're well kept. But on mine had 360,000 miles on it, okay, and a big-ass dent in the driver door from a hit-and-run. Um, I got hit the very first day I had the car on Raymond Road, about three minutes away from my house. And the collision messed up my wheel bearing to where the car couldn't even drive in a straight line, you know, and the car that hit me just took off. Cost me 1300 to fix, which was karma that I deserved because I finessed the fuck out of somebody to get that car. Uh, um, 
I was just driving a car I didn't take much pride in, and I was always repairing things on it. Every other 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 paycheck, it felt like something needed to be fixed, you know, and that adds up. Um, but one summer, I believe it was 2019, I had transmission problems. The whole thing didn't go bad, but some sensors needed replacing, and it was going to cost me some money I didn't just have on hand. And my payments had started on my student loans, but I wasn't paying them, so my credit score was sad. And getting the loan was out of the question. Uh, so that Lexus had to sit up at the house for a little while while I made that money. But now I needed a ride. Um, I had the, I had a job on the other side of town, but um, I left for something closer to the house because I hate asking people for rides. I hate, I hate asking people for things, you know what I'm saying? I still do, but I did then more, uh, and that's a pride thing. Um, but if you know Jackson, you know most of the jobs are not out south. I ended up at the Dollar General on Raymond Road. In 2019, I was getting dropped off at the Dollar General on Raymond Road, stocking the shelves all day, every day. My coworkers all hated the jobs. Uh, that's so, so that's what the energy was like, you know. Um, even the manager was always talking about where he was supposed to be. He don't know why he working at Dollar General. Man told me he was planning to leave soon. Um, and that if I learned his job well enough that he'd promote me to the manager position. Nigga. Uh, and don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with Dollar General. A job is a job, but I knew I didn't belong there. Uh, that's not who I was, you know what I'm saying? I barely would speak. Um, and I prayed that people I knew didn't wander in there and see me, you know. And of course it happened. Uh, this girl from JSU came in there and spoke to me, kind of surprisingly. And uh, she offered me a job somewhere else, like, she just knew I was miserable. <laughs> and, uh, Pride and ego led me to decline that job that was definitely better than Dollar General. Um, but I, I just put on the face and a smile and acted like I was good. I think I told her it was my side job or some bullshit like that. Whole time, I'm on the inside dying, okay? Like, damn, woman, please get out of here. Um, no one's supposed to see me this way. Uh, and to add to the bullshit, the air conditioner at the house had just broken completely. We needed a brand new unit. And that took some time to get installed. So when I wasn't at work, I was at the house and in front of fans. Uh, and we're talking about summertime in Mississippi. Uh, that summer, I can remember my garden being real whack. Um, we kept all of this underneath the know, you know. But I just felt so low. Uh, you know, so I never pay any mind to people that say be humble because people didn't have to humble me. Life did. There aren't many people that could teach me about humility. You know, I know what it feels like to be without and sidelined, so no one ever has to tell me to be humble. You know, worry about yourself because I'm proud of any blessings that come my way. Um, and I can remember vividly the hope one of my friends gave me that summer, uh, one of my brothers, Dwayne. Uh, he knew about my situation and everything. One day, just hit me up and said he was gonna stop by and chop it up. Um, he pulled up with a container full of this Alfredo pasta full of chicken. Like, 
I swear it was enough to feed a family of 10. Uh, he just gave it to me, all love. And we talked about life, both of us had fallen down, but he was in this process of getting back up. Uh, and he said so many words, but basically he just wanted me to remember myself, who I was. Um, that he didn't want the hardships I was facing to take over and make me forget who I was. Uh, said that he and the younger guys that came up, uh, that he came up with all looked up to me still. Um, shit gets hard, but when it's fall down and we bounce back, we don't stay down, not too, not for too long. Um, he told me that he believed in me, um, that I couldn't give up because there were so many people that needed me, so much that I had to do to help. The things that I said I would do, no one else is going to do it, so we need you. And I needed to hear that, you know. You know, and I think that's something that we all need to hear sometimes is that there's only one you. Nobody can do what you can do. All the things that you have to offer are yours to offer, okay? We need you to contribute whatever it is that you bring to the table. That should be enough. That's enough for me to keep moving forward. So one morning I was supposed to get to Dollar General at like 6.30 to receive this shipment and everybody was out of pocket. So I had to walk my ass down Raymond Road to Dollar General, you know. I did that. Got there and no one was there. And I called the manager like 10 times, no answer. And I quit right there in my head. Um, I walked home and the manager hits me up around eight something talking about he overslept and was just waking up. Could I come back? Could I come back? I'm not proud to say it, but that nigga never heard from me again. Uh, but it's easy to give depression more power than it deserves. I pity myself and blamed others for my life being the way it was um, when I had the power to change my situation all along. You know what I'm saying? I knew what I wanted and I knew people that could help me um, if I needed it, but I didn't ask for it and I didn't work for it. I didn't want to work for it. I had vision, but lacked discipline. Um, therefore, there were no results. And there's some things you cannot change or control. A death, someone's mood or their opinion of you, the weather, the stock market, etc. Things like that cause you anxiety on the daily, but they're all out of your control. Accept the things you can't control and use that energy to focus on the things you can control. The moves you can make. You can start that workout routine, replace that tire now before you get stranded, pay the bill before you splurge, study for that test. You can choose to create a habit anytime you want to that benefits you. So take responsibility and stop blaming others. The sooner you can do that, the sooner you can start getting back up. You know, and I decided to have faith and I pursued some options through some people I knew, which is what I should have done all along. Um, fast forward to today and I'm blessed to see another year of life and the ball is in my court again. My 99 Lexus is now a 2018 Toyota. Okay, I have a car remote and a digital display that actually works. 
these are the things I didn't have. Uh, my brand, Cool Billion, is now trademarked. If I see it anywhere, you're wrong, and you gotta see me. I've just been cleared for graduation. I finally have my undergraduate degree, nigga. I'm, com I'm completing my last course now, and I laugh at myself all the time because it's just so damn easy. I wasted so much time, but it is what it is. I learned my lessons, and I'm more powerful today as a result. And in July, I'm taking my first class at the Mississippi College School of Law, you know? And I can't believe I'm saying that. Like, I'm going to law school. A uh, year ago, I barely believed this. Damn sure not two years ago. And, you know, we always want to be able to say we ran it up by ourselves, but that's never the case. I had a lot of help. Uh, I needed it, actually. You know, it's always someone that helps you get that job opportunity or that sale, you know, that professional connection or that loan, et cetera. But I'm proud of myself for presenting myself as a person who is worthy of these blessings. You know, went through hell and black, <laughs> went through hell and black, went through hell and back, but I'm grateful for everything I felt and every day I had to fight through it, you know. I'm honored and grateful to have people that still believe in me. You know, you have to be mindful of being ungrateful. I always see people that feel like when everything isn't falling into place, they feel like helpless, worthless failures and everyone else's accomplishments make them feel more inferior. You know, don't, don't be like that. Or, you know, be conscious of that and try not to be like that because you're good enough already. And we have to stop viewing from the perspective of lack so that we can see things clear and learn to solve problems instead of soaking in it. People who don't think they're enough until everything is going great for them tend to look down on people who haven't reached their level of success yet. They forget where they came from and lose all humility because they weren't grateful for the stages in the process. Remember where you were last year, every year. Don't hit your breakthrough and start calling everybody broke and become judgmental and selfish. You know what I'm saying? Those people are the worst. The process is beautiful. It's something you can't appreciate until it's over because the lessons you learn are painful in real time. But after the fact, that pain turns into experience and understanding. And it, it made me more empathetic and grounded me in values many people my age don't have yet. Uh, the pain made me more powerful uh, in mind and spirit, and I plan to stay this way. It feels good this way. Uh, we fall down, but we get up. For a saint, it's just a sinner who fell down and got up. I just got up, though. Um, I'm not a saint. I hope the universe loves you today. I got to go to work. And if you don't want to end up like me, get rid of that chip on your shoulder shit. It's not worth the time.